Robbie Nielsen steps up. That's just calm from Robbie Nielsen. I tell you what, the one in that boy's got is get steel. Now here comes Grant. Jackson David Green. Welcome to Don Cowie cast with a big fan of Don Cowie's. Robert Borthwick, tell me why you love Don Cowie. I just love Don Cowie full stop. Everything about him, his hair, his face and his football and ability and the way he wears a captain's armband, it's all great. Wow, he's not left much for you Craig Cairns, but do you love anything else about Don Cowie? I love the way he finished those two goals. Oh, oh you're oh. getting specifics already. Nice. <coughs> wow. <laughs> God, you um, love Don Cowie. <laughs> I just love Don Cowie because I love having a Tuchter in the Hearts team. That's it's, fair. it's been too long since we had one that we could unconditionally love. Yes, absolutely. Do some people from Inverness not reject that term about people from Inverness? Um, it's okay if you're from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other people calling you, maybe. Yeah, not yeah. So no, no. Yeah, that's our words, not your word. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to We Have No Cares. <laughs> Hooray. Hey. Don Kerry. Don Kerry, though. Don Kerry. But before we get to uh, Don Kerry Fest, there are actually like, what, three other games that we need to, to round up before we, we get to Don Kerry. We can skim. Yeah, we'll, we'll skim. I didn't know this was happening. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be very brief. Did um, no get an email. Uh, we, we, uh, we were knocked out of not one but two Diddy Cups over the, last, uh, over the last week or two. Yes, that's right, the youths went out of the... Yeah, don't ask me who they went out to or what the score was, because I literally don't know. Elgin City 2-0. There you go. Thanks, Robert, that's why we keep you after, around. After putting Sterling out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, put Sterling out um, with goals from players. Yeah. Russell McLean, he scored one. It was 3-2 from 2-0 down. It was, we remember that. Also, that Elgin City game uh, was the first outing of the the wonderful Rosebury strip. Is that right? They wore the Rosebury, yeah. They went full Rosebury. I'm surprised they they wasted it on such a low-profile game. I would have thought they would have been not even slightly surprised. I I'm, I hope they're going to wear it against Partick Thistle in the biggest strip clash <laughs> in recorded history. Actually, no, Thistle it might work now because they're just like mainly just red, isn't it? Yeah, it's more like rather than lots of yellow stripes, it's one big one in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. they don't look like a Battenberg, <laughs> a fruit salad. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to have to uh, knock out your Battenberg suggestion because it's not like Blackburn. Squares. If it was Blackburn Squares. It definitely. I was, I was, meaning, I was just meaning colours. <laughs> nah, <laughs> well, yeah. should be more specific. Then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's, it's colours and shapes. It's got it all going on the Rosebery <laughs> Strip, and we should be very proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. Caspian uh, Primrose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, we also uh, went out of the League Cup thanks to uh, the Danny Swanson uh, show. Yeah, yeah. The Danny Swanson and Brad Mackay revenge fest. Danny Swanson left Hearts and then decided to improve his diet and fitness regime. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Thanks a lot, Daniel, <laughs> for fuck's sake, mate. Jesus. Well, I think maybe he thought he was on the Don Kelly program. Was like, so I've got six months. I've got six months <laughs> to get ready, right? Cool. I don't have six months. This has put a dent in my plans. Was, what, what was the chat the other day? It's like he's, he's learning to become a Tyler because he wants to move to Australia like at some point. I said, well, why don't you just... Continue being a footballer. Yeah, you've already got a skill okay, <laughs> yeah. over there, mate. Yeah, strange. Good old Danny Man. Swanson. Well, he's maybe looking beyond like the next year, 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's certainly possible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, there's, but yeah, there's little Danny Swanson background. He hit some goals. We hit some goals. Yeah. And it, Brad, it didn't turn out well. Brad Mackay hit the deciding goal. Good for him. No. <laughs> it's been a long that. time since we won the League Cup. Yeah. 64, was it? Something like that. Yeah. 62. No, 61, it was 60, 62 season? It's either, yeah, I think it's 62. Right. It was a long. It, it long was back before when, any of us were born. It was back when our main rivals were Kilmarnock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Should tell you a lot of. A lot of things. Did see apparently some Hearts fans are trying to wind up Hearts fans about how long it's been since we won the League Cup. Now that they've got the the Scottish under their under their belts, which is, oh wow, no shame. <laughs> Hibs fans, eh? It's, it's like it's like a bald man screaming in your face that you've got one lock of hair out of place. <laughs> so like, oh no. <laughs> oh shit. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. However, will I remedy this? Hmm. <laughs> Great, uh, so yeah, that, that happened, but uh, then Aberdeen. That happened too. Yeah, 0-0. No, no. Good Quite result. Good, good result. Was it a good performance? Um, I don't think it was a great performance, but I think very often over the years we've gone to Pataudry and we've got results. I can't remember us going to Pataudry and playing very well that often. I think there was a 3-1 a couple of years ago when Stevenson stuck it in the top mm-hmm. corner to yeah. make it 3-1. That was a really good performance. But if you look at the one like when uh, Eggert Jonsson scored, that wasn't a great performance and we came away with the three points. We've just got a knack of going up to Aberdeen. Whether we play well or not, we come away with a result. And I think in the context of a whole season, that's a really good result going yeah. to Pataudry and coming away with a point. In the context of the three matches before uh, the one at the weekend there, it doesn't look so good, but I think a lot was made. I think there was a lot of negativity about Hearts' start to the season, uh, which was unwarranted, really. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, people who, who decided or had decided that Hearts were a negative team, seeing us going and playing for a 0-0, will have ammunition. But it was against Aberdeen. For fuck's sake. <laughs> very well said, very yeah. well put. And also lovely, 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 lovely Tony Walk who won it for us in the last Exactly, so we should have snatched it again. We should have snatched it yeah. from them again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lovely Tony Walk though. Yeah. He is lovely though, isn't yes. he? Yeah. Right. Okay, let's get on to the loveliness. This is why we're all here. This is yes. why we're all excited. I'm just excited to find out what happened because I couldn't get the day off fucking work. So <laughs> hey, get up you. One of our best performances for well, at least six months. Yes, aye. Since we scudded Motherwell 6-0 in January, that mm. was uh, easily our best performance. It was great. So, yeah, so um, the, the, the talking points from the, the lineups to begin with, um, a second game in a row without Ali Murstuk at the back, continuing with Igor Rossi and John Suter. Makes perfect sense. They went up to Pataudry and kept a clean sheet, so you shouldn't take... You shouldn't change that. Yeah, right. and when Uster played at McDermott Park, we definitely did not keep a we clean sheet. We did the opposite of a clean sheet. We had a dirty sheet. And, and <laughs> dirty. 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 Dirty sheet. <laughs> and he, uh, in particular, didn't have a good game. Yes. From what I hear in that match. Yeah, I think it's quite smart from Nielsen because he's basically saying, you know, you could be the club captain, you're not undroppable. Mm. You know, you're still going to come under the scrutiny. If you don't play well, then you're not going to play the next week. It's as simple as that. And we have played better since he's been out of the side. I don't think he's a bad footballer, I don't think he's a bad defender, but I think he needs this. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just one of those peculiarities of football. Like, the Ali Mushtuk was hugely in the conversation for player of the year last season. Now, probably not, like, probably not better than third-choice central defender at this very yeah. particular moment in time. 
Don Kelly was an afterthought in our squads last season, and now he's put in two very, very good performances. I'm just going to peel you back there about the Ozturk point, because I just mm. thought of this. He's not even the most handsome centre-half on the bench for us now, because Christian Novak's here. He's been, he's been knocked off his perch completely. He's taken losses left, right and centre. This is un- yeah, I don't know if he's going to recover from this. <laughs> Unreal, he must just be looking around at Christian Novak and thinking, guys, what the fuck have I done here? God, we're a handsome team. <laughs> if Perry Kitchen starts knocking in pile drivers from 50 yards, this is, <laughs> this, this, like, that's so Stokes' life over. He's got to become a Tyler in Australia as well. <laughs> this is all I have left. That's all he's got, yeah. All he's got. But anyway, you, you just mentioned the two words, Don Kerry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So playing uh, playing the dynamic box-to-box role uh, in the centre of the pitch mostly. Mostly, yes. Um, me and Craig were just discussing this on another podcast right before we did this one. And it was weird because Jum in the second half especially, would come inside and Kerry would go outside. But that sort of, sort of twisted and turned its way throughout the second half. But they're both essentially playing as central midfielders it's just one station slightly further right than the other yeah. no matter what order they're in and it seems to be that Reras doesn't attack so much from the left whereas Patterson's given free reign and he's got the energy and the pace to get up and down that side on his own yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you're saving the best uh, sound bites for this podcast oh 100% that's, that's, that's yeah. all I want to know without doubt uh, but yeah but that makes sense I mean Reras is not on his dominant foot and mm-hmm. uh, yeah and he's got Nicholson in front of him and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah similar to what uh, last season when Rossi was playing left back that was a similar yeah. thing that would happen Rossi wasn't an overlapping full back uh, they had Nicholson usually in front of him and then Patterson was the was the attacking one of the of the two full backs on the other side so, goal number one. What Jinx. a goal. What, what a goal. What a goal. There's just, I've watched it so many times now because it's just that good. But every time I watch it, there's something different that I like. Yeah. Um, it all starts sort of right from the, the back line and it's Rossi gives it to Kitchen. Kitchen to Suter. Suter to Rossi. Rossi to Tony Watt. Mm. That's what I really liked. Tony Watt came into his own half to sort of affect the play and try and get involved and I really like that it's a guy who's happy and hungry and, and wanting to play football but when uh, it, early days but we saw that against Celtic he does seem very willing to come into midfield I think it just he, he takes his responsibility as the link striker yeah, very yeah. seriously yeah. yeah absolutely plus it allows Salmon to play to his strengths as well which comes later in the move mm-hmm. uh, playing on the last man because Salmon has always said that's his favourite place to play is his favourite position and that's how it worked out. Uh, Kitchen gave it to Suter, who drove in completely uncontested into yeah. the midfield. Uh, found Salmon, who was just sort of buffering um, the centre half. I think it was Gary Warren was, was his boy. And there was a lovely little dummy at that point from Cowie as well. Yeah. And then he's yeah, just instantly was. off into the space as well uh, just to in- get the ball back. Incredibly intelligent football from every player that was involved in that move. I love the contribution from Kitchen as well, how... He he didn't do anything that fancy in that move. But Sounds he, like Perry Kitchen. <laughs> he was always just there finding space to offer the simple ball. When there wasn't a forward pass on, when there wasn't a, a through ball on, he was there offering the shot option and or the easy pass, and it went through him a couple of times before it was played forward. And we haven't even spoken about the contribution of Connor Salmon, who are... Uh, our, our Massive air quotes, big lump of a striker, close massive air quotes. Levine, Levine dinking, yeah. yeah. Dinking the, the ball over the top first time, beautifully weighted just into Don Kelly's path. And, and you know, like, 
it, it was so instinctive. Like it's not like he sort of went, oh, Don's obviously. Uh, I can see Don's making the run now. He just sort of went right in the proper football scheme of things. This is what will happen. So we'll just put it in that space. Yeah, similar to the to Dowie uh, to Cowie's other goal, um, he's just made up his mind that he's laying that off for Cowie well before mm-hmm. the ball comes to him. It's it's uh, it brings it back to that word. It's just intelligent. Yeah. Because he knows exactly. He knows that he won't benefit from trying to take on his man and hit a shot. He can see that there's someone in a better position that can make a better fist of it, and he he plays that pass, and it's it's great. Connor Salmon. Um, deserved one of the man of the matches on Saturday and he got one I think you don't want to get too carried away it's only a couple of performances he has looked really good especially at the weekend he looked fantastic but what I would say is there was a lot of people that were Hearts fans and non-Hearts fans that were really quick to write him off when uh, we signed him some Aberdeen fans saying they had dodged a bullet and all that kind of stuff and at that time I was saying it could go either way I wasn't committing myself either way but I, I really thought it was wrong for people just to completely write him off as soon as we signed him yeah. and after his first couple of performances yeah. when, he, when we first signed him it did seem like we were building up a lot of very similar strikers <laughs> but having Tony Watt like, like you know like if we were playing Juanma off with Salmon this would be a very very different team yeah. but having, having Watt and latterly Janssen to come in uh, they've obviously not played together Salmon and Janssen but Janssen's pace would certainly make a difference I, do, I just think that one of the best things that's happened to Hearts this season is Tony Watt's desperate unhappiness of being in England <laughs> <laughs> and then us are sort of going hey we're, we're in Scotland why don't you come over here and he's like oh fuck that sounds alright <laughs> I'll do that keep, uh, keep doing as a solid England yeah thanks guys you're the best. Uh, second goal. Second goal was... Salmon. Yes. <laughs> oh, a towering header. But oh. it, it, Tony Watts skinning everyone <clears throat> on the Cali Thistle team twice and then just sort of thinking, nah, you know, I'm just going to give this to Don Cowie. Yeah, I love the way he laid it back and Don Cowie was just sort of like, all right, guys, I just got here late. What's going on? Oh, cross? <laughs> cross the header? Oh, oh yeah. Does that sound like a good idea? I'll just make this a pinpoint cross. That's what I'll do this time. <laughs> Pin, pinpoint cross. Yeah. Pinpoint cross. Right? There you go, okay. Connor. Um, and yeah, it was a great header from Salmon. Um, yeah, because you had to lean back and kind of arch it over the goalkeeper. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a fantastic. Because Nicholson was right behind him as well. Nicholson was possibly better placed. He wasn't it. heading it in. No. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, it was, It was. you know, it showed what, uh, again, what Salmon was to do. Get isolated with a centre half and then he can do some damage. And that's exactly what that cross allowed him to do. It took uh, Owen Fon Williams, the goalkeeper, out of the game. It allowed Salmon to be one on one with the centre half, and when he's behind the centre half in that position, it was it was always going to be him on the header. Lovely. And he did, and he just dropped it over the the shite Owen Fon Williams. He's <laughs> and so he lifted those arms yeah, in oh celebration. He's he's huge. He's a unit. It's unreal. So I like how he wears an extra small boy's top as well, just to make sure that everyone knows he's a complete tank. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Maybe one day he'll do a celebration where he just like goes Hulkamaniac and rips that shirt <laughs> to shreds just oh. with a flex of his that be mighty pecs. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Would that be a bu- would that be a booking? That's a good point actually, because would it be intentional? Could you? Because I'm sure tense. the rule says something about taking the shirt off or lifting uh, the bottom part the shirt, over yeah, your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so so if you're just ripping it off. <laughs> is it kind of just if you shredding it. it out of existence <laughs> with the sheer power of your body? <laughs> Ah, good old call. To, to be fair, if you could do that, if you could rip your shirt just by flexing your muscles, it'd be a very brave referee that turned up and, <laughs> and just turned around and said, see what I did to that shirt? <laughs> You're next. <laughs> anyway, yes. that was the first half and it yes. all 
went off and it was lovely. Yeah. And then it continued to be lovely in the second half, Craig. Yeah, so... Don Kelly scored another goal. Don Kelly scored another great goal. Uh, this one, I think, was a punt up the field. Um, it was headed down by a Cali defender and fell to the feet of uh, Tony Watt, who was again involved. Just needs a goal. The guy just needs a goal. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he'll start banging them in once he does. Um, it's one of the most unanimously said things ever. And just everyone on Twitter and kickback and everywhere is just like, oh, when, when Watt gets one... Yeah, he's gonna he, get loads. he looks like yeah. the kind of guy who's just going to start banging. Like he looks like the kind of guy that defenses will struggle to handle. He just he has looks that like look the sort of guy that's going to start banging. That's it. Good, yeah. right. absolutely. Good analysis. Yeah. Thanks. Um, my brother made quite a good point. I don't know if I've said this on the show before. I can't remember. It's so sporadic that we do them. Um, but like after this All season, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm having to go with both of us here. Um, after this season, I, I think it's. Tony Watts playing so well just now it'll always be known as the Tony Watts season yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in 10 years time it's like oh yeah remember like 2016 aye the Tony Watts season yeah it'll be that one I'm just so sad he's only here for one season yeah I'm, I'm, I'm dismayed at your negativity that we can't possibly keep him I don't know you never know I do know though don't I he's gone for some transfer fees in the past that if he was to continue to play like this it's probably going to end up being a transfer fee that we wouldn't be able to afford I, I don't know so. what his contract situation is. He's at such a batshit club like Charlton that they might hold out for like 20 million or something like that and then we get to sign him on loan again when everybody else was, ah, no. Maybe not, yeah. yeah. No. I don't know, there's, there's so many murmurs and sort of rumours about there possibly being something in the loan contract that says we have the first option to buy him. But how much is that going to be? Because I, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I wish I did. No, I'm not asking you to give me a specific <laughs> answer. What The point I'm trying to make is... I'm sure one of the Belgian clubs played, paid well over a million pounds for him yeah. not so long ago. 1.3 million, yeah. And it was only a few seasons ago we got Zayfouk on loan and they wanted 300 grand for him, I think, and we weren't willing to pay that. I mean, we're not, well, we're not in that market to pay transfer fees like that. So I think it's I will more like we don't want to pay 300 grand on, on Zayfouk. I will, I will happily <laughs> up my foundation of hearts contribution <laughs> if it meant that we got to keep Tony Watt I'm not going to lie to you mm, yeah, mm, yeah mm. make him captain you, you're the difference you've got to step up now Rob that's it yeah I'm, I'm the one yeah yep but yeah he played uh, it to maybe, maybe, maybe it'll be like one of those uh, contracts like we had with uh, Scatzel the first time around where we just sort of went uh, yeah he's our player now and he's gone yeah <laughs> and he's gone <laughs> it's like Pinilla as well yeah and I was like oh yeah hey Inter Milan we're hearts we're just gonna you know buy out that half of his contract and he's like oh by the way guys my wrist's broken in four places and we're like ah again <laughs> what you like Mauricio god bring him back though imagine Pinilla and Watt up front just for a second bit too similar <laughs> <laughs> get fucked yeah okay fourth goal yeah Nicholson. Sam Nicholson. Johnson. Uh, yeah. Johnson, Johnson. Johnson, yeah. yes. Johnson, yes. Johnson. Mr. Johnson finally got Bjorn, his chance to play. Bjorn Mars. Bjorn Mars. Johnson. Yeah. Got to play. He what, did, yeah. What a first touch. I know, I know. It was, it was just like when the ball bobbled up in the air and he played it back to Jim on his chest with such purpose. And I was like, oh, I quite like that. And then two seconds later, he got it back and back heeled it through a guy's legs. It. I was like, ah, I quite like that. And then Nicholson was so tired he couldn't continue running, so he just... Thunder fucked it with his right foot into the bottom corner. Pure technique from Nicholson. But yeah, uh, as we're talking about from Johnson, as we were talking about before with uh, Salmon playing through Kelly, just just knowing where, just knowing how football should happen. Yeah, yeah. It's you can tell that Johnson has been training with us for a while now. You know, this isn't just a guy who was literally signed on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been training with us for four weeks. Um, ever since the the arse end of the Beer Kara game, 
Um, and it showed when he came on. He, he obviously had a, already has an understanding uh, with the, the guys he's playing with. So I like him. He looks yeah, good. The, the awareness is incredible. It's just yeah. incredible awareness to play that ball. Yeah. He gives me some very nice Osman So-esque feelings when I watch him lolloping about. <laughs> lolloping. Um, Nielsen says he's not like Osman So. Well, well, I disagree. <laughs> Very well, then. Um, no, he basically he's come out and said that he's there's no one like him in Scotland. He's not like Osman So. He's more direct than Osman So. He's not going to play it wide as much as Osman So did. Um, Very romantic language, do you think? Nielsen is in love with Bjorn Jonsson. There's no one like him. There's no, there is no one like him. Not in, in my, the whole country. In my life. No. Um, yeah, but I, I think if you look at the pedigree of the teams that were trying to sign him, or certainly had uh, interest. made interest, um, yeah. made their interest vocal, like Benfica wanted to sign him, and they played for a total basket case in Portugal as well, and they didn't want to release him, and then they went into administration, so they had to sell him, but then Benfica had already signed a new striker, and mm. that's how he went to that team in Bulgaria. Yeah. Which the Bulgarian Rangers. The Bulgarian yeah. Rangers, exactly. Um, Litex Lobeck and yeah I, I think a couple of bad career choices from him has led to him being where he is but that's the sort of point that Hearts pick up now do you? yeah, yeah. It's, it's guys who have maybe fallen a bit down the pecking order and are looking to get themselves back up it's a good job there's so many fucking batshit crazy clubs in Europe because it's really providing a strong market for Heart of Midlothian that was us once yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was us so the, yeah yeah guys we know <laughs> we get it we feel yeah. you yeah yeah. Uh, and then there was a fifth goal, also by Nicholson. Yep. Set up by Don Cowie. Yeah. That's what else can we say about Don Cowie? It's the fact that it was like the eighty third minute, eighty fourth minute, something like that, and he just battered into the boy, won the ball, sprinted about twenty yards at full pelt, and then played a perfect through ball. And I was like, how how is he still alive? Like, <laughs> what? What has he taken that's making him still be this energetic at 33 at this stage of the game? He got stopped right after it, though. <laughs> well, yeah, very true. But I think that was just for a standard elevation. Yeah, see, the, thing is, the thing is that that was what Don Cowie was known for. Like, as like yeah. an energetic up-and-down-the-wing winger when he was at Cali and then matured into a box amongst McFielder. McFielder. <laughs> at Watford. Um, and the English Premiership yeah, as well. And yeah. that's why it was so disappointing that we didn't get that when he first signed. But... We just like, now. <laughs> if, if, if football fans can learn any lessons from this situation is try not to judge a player when he's injured yeah I go back to Salmon again um, or, or uh, sorry I thought you were going to say don't judge a player too early and, um, uh, and both both, both yeah, are good yeah exactly yeah. I mean I'd go back to Salmon as well there because after a couple of games people are booing him it's, it's mental yeah but yeah well the injured thing the thing like the, I mean the most recent example in, in Hearts is uh, Prince last season when he was just Clearly, clearly not fit, but still like sort of coming on when we were desperately short of central midfielders and be like, he does he try a leg, he's useless, and it's like, he can he run? <laughs> he literally has one foot. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah but, but there you go. And then Cowie scored a goal. Yeah, it was hilarious actually. Well, actually, Patterson scored a goal. Patterson wow. scored a goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was very funny the way it <laughs> happened because it, it's the most Callum Patterson thing ever. He just pops up on parts of the pitch that you do not expect at all times. Like, you just don't know where he's going to be. I half expect turning around in section G and he's sitting next to me. I'm like, all right, Callum, what are you doing? And he just springs out the seat and wins a header. Like, he's just, he's, he's mental. And this time he ended up on the line. 
even though mm. Jack Hamilton was in a great on position his, to save it. On his bum. On his on his arse. Aye, what was he doing sitting down? And just relaxing, <laughs> take, taking in the day. And then Jack Hamilton trying to steal the GoPro. <laughs> Jack Hamilton saves it, and then it just sort of bounces off Patterson, stops on the line, and then Patterson makes sure that it goes in. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> with a sweeping right foot finish. I know these supporters love a five-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. He was doing it, the dedication to banter. Yeah, yeah, he's just got to give the people what they want. What? What a boy. Oh boy. So my overall impression from this game, correct me if I'm wrong because you were there and I wasn't. Okay. Work. I was. <laughs> um, it seemed to me very, very much like the 10-0 game against Cowdenbeath two seasons ago where, okay, the opposition weren't great, mm-hmm. but they also didn't gift us any of the goals. Like, all of the goals were really, really good. Now, they could have been prevented with, like, better pressing in midfield or anything like that. Better but there weren't footballers. Any, better, better footballers, yeah. But there weren't any, like, glaring defensive errors where they were just, like, ushering us through or anything like that. They were all very nice passing moves, little bits of skill, things like that, I'd, to create I'd, the goals. I'd agree with that to a large extent. I think, um, I think one of the issues for Cali was, you kind of alluded to it there, their midfield really didn't help out the defence much at all. Um, tracking the runs from Cowie and tracking Watt when he was dropping deep they they didn't have a clue how to help out their defence there because central defenders they have to keep their shape they can't be vacating that central defensive position all the time to press the ball you tell Mario Salyukas that (laughs) (laughs) and there was um, there was one of the last two goals I can't remember which one where the right back was caught up the field and that's what allowed Nicholson to get in or gave Nicholson the space he had but yeah other than that I would say yeah it was more about Hearts' play rather than Cali's absolute abhorrent defender. I would say Kilmarnock's defending at the weekend was worse than Cali's uh, and they only conceded two goals. Yeah. yeah. They were minging. I, I would say that the, the one that Cali Thistle are probably most culpable for is uh, Nicholson's first. I mean, even though it is great play from Jim and Johnson in the midfield, um, when you look at when the line of the defence, yeah. when you look at the when, like, yeah. when Johnson releases the the back heel, there is no shape. Yeah. It's not that is not a shape that a football team should ever be in. And mm-hmm. Nicholson just sprints through the middle, completely uncontested because the back line isn't there. It's just it's just not there whatsoever. So I would say that you know yes, it was very good play from from Johnson to. To, to have the skill and the wherewithal to, to create that, that chance for Nicholson. When it got to Nicholson, that's shambolic defending. That's horrible. But other than that, yeah, I would agree. Everything clicked for us and Cali Thistle could not handle it at all. So how does Jamie Walker get back into the team? <laughs> uh, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't if... Um, yeah, uh, if Sorry, if, Jamie, career's over. This is when we have no cares. <laughs> In the short term, uh, definitely for next weekend anyway, if everybody's fit, then it's the same eleven. You yeah. can't you can't be changing that. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't he doesn't get in as exactly what you said there. Like, if he was going to come in for anyone, I would say Jim would be the guy that he comes in for because Jim Jim had the un- quietest game in the midfield. Yes, but um, yeah. there's still Jim's still a click into gear this season as well. I mean, Jim's still one of the first names on the team sheet. I think he's still one of the best players at Heart of Midlothian. Yeah, there's still a lot to come from him this season. Again, he's just been called up by Cameron, which is. Great. <laughs> it's bizarre. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I did not see that 
coming but there you go um, cool yeah, other think, things to touch on uh, you were full of praise for Perry Kitchen oh yes oh my god yes I basically watched Perry Kitchen for the entire hour that he was on the park and I do not remember him misplacing a pass I would quite like it if, if there was like an Opta Stats Hearts because I honestly think his pass completion was 100% I don't remember him missing a pass misplacing a pass which, at any which is good because for me that's his most glaring weakness uh, again a midfield that's not pressing him particularly but you know I, you want to make him. I, I, I would I would say that he doesn't pass it forward enough, but he's mm. very good at passing it sideways. I think backwards. that's his game, and if you if you have a system where he fits into doing while doing that, then I think it's totally fine. And that's exactly what we had. Yeah. On on Saturday, um, yeah, he was he was just fantastic. I mean, his his technique, his strength, the way that he shields the ball from the opposition. His vision, even when he's doing that, you know, sticking his arse out, making sure no one can get to the ball. Yeah, he's still got his head wins, up. Wins his physical battles. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fucking, he's very very strong. I think that's one thing he maybe he's doesn't get up enough. Up against the likes of Draper, he's one of the he's Aye. one of the strongest players in the league. One of the biggest guys, and he couldn't get anywhere near him. Um, Kitchen's footwork, especially, like, he just looks so sharp. And coming off the back of a month long injury, to look that sharp just tells us all we need to know and no that's, but that's summer you know, break either the guy no. the guy's a US international he's, he's not going to be shit yeah. in any way but he's yeah. he he's, 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 he's on the fringes of the squad yeah, he's, he's, in the he's squad. not he's not he's not threatening to play at any time yeah but he's got caps for the USA in the last like year and a half which makes him a USA international mm, fair mm. Um, and yeah I mean he made the squad for the Copa America which is pretty amazing considering the other players that were left out but um yeah, it, it, his class shone through and I think that if we can play that sort of system because that benefits him as well as the likes of Drew and Kerry because the questions have been how does Kitchen fit into a midfield with that sort of uh, with those players around him yeah. but it worked absolutely well. Well, we, we said several times uh, on this podcast before that you know in order to make a specialist like Perry work we needed uh, a creative midfielder and a bit of energy in midfield and we were wondering why we hadn't signed such a player and it turned out we had him he was Don Cowie <laughs> yeah yeah. imagine that which is, is, is great so you know we've got the, the blind right at the moment let's hope it continues and we can keep everybody injury free yeah and there's more chat about uh, more chat about more signings cool yeah bring Af- on after Juanma leaves which will be soon the move to Vassland Beveren uh, fell through but I'm sure he'll be AFSCI fairly pronto anyway. Apparently when that's done, we're looking at bringing another striker, which has been rumoured to be Mark McNulty. Um, Ex-Falkirk. Sheffield United, ex-Livingston. Livingston. Yeah, uh, and Nielsen keeps banging on about getting a left-sided player. Um, I, I agree, I think we could do a left-sided player. So it'll be interesting to see if and when we do bring players in, how they fit into how they fit into the team and if they are really needed or relevant. Because right now, striker-wise... I don't think we really need one of Juan Mali's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's easy to say that now, but when for uh, sorry, when injuries and suspensions hit and things like that, I mean, it's a long season. You do yeah. want to be, you do want to have more options. I just, I just we've got like three senior strikers plus Muirhead plus Anata. I, I right enough. I forgot Muirhead was there. So yeah, you could probably argue that we we don't need another striker. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. It's up to Robbie. Lovely Robbie. Isn't he great? Yeah, I, I, I've always liked him. I always liked the guy. Yeah, we give out fairly strong cues that we, that we <laughs> do like Robbie Nielsen quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> Just glad he got to pick the team for this one. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. 
So there's only one way to celebrate a rousing, thumping result like that. Yeah. And that's in song. In song. Yay. Yay. So, uh, Don Cow was the queer man of the match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You but sang about him a week too early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, two weeks too early, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. weeks. Christ. Yep. But uh, I'm sure there'll be many, many more opportunities for us to sing about Don Cowie. And yeah, if you knew how hard it was to find tunes to sing Don Cowie's <laughs> to last week, it's yeah. something going to get harder from here. But no, not Don Cowie this time. No, no. There was a lot of people who could have had a song, but I think with a goal and two assists, Connor Shannon's the man. Yes. As you were saying earlier, one of the co-mans of the match. Yes, yes. Men of the match? Ma- mans. mans of the match. Mans. Mans of the match. <laughs> Men's of the match. <laughs> men's of the match. That's the one. Yeah, men's he was one of the men's of the match. Um, and yeah, you, you can't really disagree with it. So I think it's. it's oh, can't I? No. 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 Uh, yeah, he deserves a wee tune. I think. Cool. Well, he's going to get three. Oh, lucky him. Yeah. Don only got two. Who's going to start? Craig. Craig's volunteered. Craig Cairns. I'll go first. Why not? Right. <clears throat> <laughs> So you think he's already shit? Well, he'll get better. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Booing after he gets mad of the match, but he costs no money. <laughs> and I don't know why. And I don't know why. So Simon, feel the noise. <laughs> Goals and arms that destroy <laughs> He's that kind of guy And he's gonna thrive <laughs> <laughs> Nice My only disappointment with that You passed up Connor feel the noise Fuck it Right there <laughs> Very good very Yes, very good, good. Very, very good, good. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go next, shall I? If you want, man Okay This is very simple Friggy, Friggy simplicity, I believe. Yeah, Friggy-esque. Yeah. Friggy-esque. <clears throat> Simon, 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 I say, do you Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, mine's just complete dog shit. So. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, it's probably the most obvious one as well, and that means that the listeners probably have so many better variations. Probably. Yeah, I have no doubt that that's the case. Um, but yeah, here goes. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's salmon. Salmon, what, cowie and Joom. Oh yeah, he's salmon. <laughs> Simon, and I hope you like Muirhead too. <laughs> Cause every game he leads the line, so people booed him, but he's fine. He's Simon, and we love him so. That's it. <laughs> That's very good, I thought. Very good. And in fact, I'm willing to say that you won. I like the accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like how I managed to get Simon Watt, Kerry, June all into one song there. And yeah. Muirhead. Yeah, and Muirhead. Fuck, yeah. Who could forget the 9 11 truther? <laughs> So uh, I'm I'm willing to say he won it, Craig. Are you? Are yeah, you I'm not going to disagree with that. Oh, thanks. I would have given it. Can't vote for myself. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No bother. That's an early season victory for me. Wonderful stuff. Cool. Well, uh, that's it. Yep. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, no, obviously, the part that you missed out. Um, if you want to email us, oh, we yeah, have an email, which is uh, wehavenocares at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at wehavenocares. Um, and you can look on our Tumblr page, which is... wehavenocares.tumblr.com. Fuck yeah, it is. And that's where you can find everything. So, uh, again, we're not on iTunes yet, but believe me, I'm in protracted negotiations with, <laughs> with iTunes. There's... Have you jetted in for late talks? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's just um, yeah, image rights really <laughs> holding up the, the, the transfer of the, uh, of the RSS feeds. But um, at, the, at the moment, the, the actual RSS feed itself is working, so you could go to that directly, or you could go to Stitcher and uh, listen to the show there, or just YouTube it. All those links are on Tumblr. Enjoy them, and hopefully by the time we come back to you with the show, again in two weeks' time... We should be back on iTunes. Yes, indeed. Okay, great. Wonderful. Cool, Craig. People want to tweet you. Yeah, at CraigCairns001. Can we do a drunken We Have No Cares after the game next week? No, is that out of the, is No, that because question? I will be in the Western Isles, far from <laughs> football, internet and alcohol. We can just do one without any without recording <laughs> it. I don't know if we could. We could just talk about the game. I don't know, I don't know if we could without Nickel. Nah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't need to record it. Just talk shit. Or without our, recording yeah, it. Sing songs and then I know, I know what's going on. It'll be great. Cool. Maybe I'll record one with my grandmother, who I'm not entirely sure knows what Heart of Melodian is. <laughs> Could be probably more entertaining and better insight than me, to be honest with you. So. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Uh, I'm at Nicol Hay. He's at RF Borthwick. Yeah. You know all that already. Yeah, you do. Well, but we'll be back. We'll be back with more delights from Don Kelly and the rest of the gang. Indeed. Yes. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Yo, are y'all ready for me yet? Well, yo, are y'all ready for me yet? Well, yo, are y'all ready for me yet? Well, here I go, here I go, here I, here I go, yo! Gute Flanke von Hemel. Achtung, die Schotten im Schlafraum, 2-1, 2-1 für... Was für ein Weihnachtsgeschenk. Robby!